Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the JT and Looney podcast on a glorious, what are we, we went through week three of the NFL, we're heading yes. into week four. Oh my God, sky is falling. Oh. Unless you live yeah, in Miami. Unless you, score, unless you score 70 in Miami. Other than that, uh, you're feeling pretty good. I don't know if it's just me. The podcast is about me right. and you. Right. But, you know, I'm dealing with the Las Vegas Raiders here, the team I work for, and uh, many of the fans are out of their minds, out of their minds with a level of insanity that I'm not used to because I've, I've dealt with fans and sports for a long time right almost 30 years and it's what we've said a couple weeks ago man if you start off slow in the nfl it just causes mass chaos for the team the fan base everybody and there's zero and three teams that we're going to get into there's a lot of one and two teams few two and one you mentioned the dolphins how good they look but i forgot because it was a long off season from the super bowl through the summer into september now how angry football fans get when they don't win games oh my god oh it is incredible or just the reaction to the the recency bias the reaction to what happened last week forgetting maybe what happened the weeks before and just for an example also the way the denver bronco fans are going crazy to keep it in the uh, AFC West is, you know, I'm looking at my trusty quarterback rating and Russell Wilson is the seven, has the six. He's tied for sixth best quarterback rating in the NFL. Tua, Justin Ebert, Kirk Cousins, uh, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. So and so sometimes the overreaction, as you're mentioning, the overreaction to an early you know, three we were three weeks into the season. Russell Wilson is actually playing fine, but you wouldn't think it. Yeah, you wouldn't. And yeah. I think I figured out what's happening here is when your when your team loses, and they lose two games out of three, or they're not playing well. Like Joe Burrow should not have played in that game on Monday night. He was injured. Oh. He was injured and should not have been allowed to play with that calf injury. As you know, covering the NBA as closely as you do in LA, calves become Achilles. Yeah, like Kobe Durant, whoever it is, Clay. You know, once you play with a calf injury, what happens next? And they, they rolled Joe Burrow out there, and Burrow had a beautiful comment in the post game press conference where he said, "Look, it was a risky decision. I had to choose between the injury or going zero and three, and he decided to play, and they won, and they're one and two. You'll, and you love that because, like- and that's the team concept. That's why when we've worked over the years with so many people together, a lot of times the guys that played football, even in Pop Warner and just high school, ended up being great co-workers because they understand team concept. And you like to hear that when people say the cliche that these guys only care about the money and they only care about themselves. Well, you listen to these football players who sometimes take less money and then sometimes risk their entire careers to make sure that their team doesn't go 0-3. Uh, and before we go any further, I need to remind you, not you, JT, but you, the listener, you need to take your money and start betting on football at Bet Online. They have up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, matchups, and breakdowns, the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips at Bet Online. Real-time updates, stats, news, and odds, Bet online is the best. And from week one 
all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere on the world wide web. So make sure you check out this hypertext transfer protocol, or as some would call it, a universal resource locator. BetOnline.ag. Oh, and uh, just for being friends with JT and Looney, you get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. If you've not signed up there yet, go get that 50% welcome bonus. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE. You'll get that 50% welcome bonus. Put down 500 bucks, you get 250 All of a sudden, you're starting with 750 if you don't know your percents. Bet online, where the game starts. Here's the key to the first quarter of the season. It used to be 16 games, so first four was the quarter. Now it's a little bit past that. I finally figured it out this week that when you lose a game early in the season, you believe in your mind you're going to lose many more. That's what I haven't remembered, and that's why I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with this week. You know, Raiders have lost two in a row after they beat Denver, so they've lost two in a row. So every Raider fan feels like they're going to lose every game. That's the world I'm in now. It's like, hey, man, you know, one loss was this way. The other, you know, we're going to win this one, maybe lose this one, then win the next two. No, no, no. They think they're going to lose every game. That's the mindset now. And a team like Cincinnati was 0-2. They win a game. They feel like they could win the majority of the games that are left. And then the teams that are 2-1 and 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 3-0 don't have to deal with this because their fans are pretty much okay. We were above 500. The season just started. We didn't play much in the preseason. We're getting going. And on top of it, look at all these other teams and fan bases that are going through hell. We're not. So we're in a different place. That's exactly what happens. I just forgot because it was a long off season. We call it sky is falling radio. Right. And when you take, you know, sometimes there's usually a, some kind of window you can take a look through as a fan or go behind the uh, the statistics and find some type of window. Maybe you're a top five in offense, top five in defense, top five in takeaways. I'm looking for something for the Las Vegas Raiders, but they're, they're wanting on offense and they're wanting on defense. Yeah, and uh, no, let's get off that because this is okay. the platform where I don't have to talk about that. Okay. So let's, let's move on to some <laughs> other things. All right, so can we get our numbers up here by opening up with Taylor Swift? And what's going on with Travis Kelsey? Wow. Uh, this is a big topic over there as I'm pointing towards the bedroom where the wife is. Okay. Uh, she loves, doesn't like, loves Taylor Swift. Okay, went and saw the concert, loves her. So she's intrigued by this story, and it's everywhere. It's Access Hollywood. It's Entertainment Tonight. It's NFL Good Morning Football. It's Fox Sports 1. It's ESPN. So you're taking music and a celebrity who's arguably the biggest celebrity in the world, the biggest entertainer in the world she blew by beyonce blew by ed sheeran incredible she's at a beatles type level no debate and then travis kelsey with the success of his podcast his two super bowl rings the reality television he's done in the past he figured this out so people don't know if it's fake where there are two people that came together with their agents as friends who are just getting everybody wild. It's not fake. This this isn't the Kennedy assassination. They're going (laughs) out. Because most likely these two people, like I always say with celebrities, did not fall in love with each other, do not know each other, 
and weren't supposed to know each other. And they came together through TMZ and the internet and all that. And we're not supposed to believe that. We need to be better Americans, Tom, and understand that that typically doesn't happen with love and life. It doesn't work that way. Well, it didn't used to work that way. We used to do it responsibly and meet in a bar. (laughs) But now you meet sober over the internet, over Instagram, like Prince Harry. <laughs> and, then, and then the dis- about, yeah. I forgot about the prince and the princess. <laughs> yes. And then the, dis- the disaster <laughs> unfolds Barbara. that way now. The disaster now unfolds making a sober decision on Instagram rather than a drunk decision in a bar. So I don't know that things have changed that much, just the technology has. You know how many generations and millions upon millions of Americans were born? Because mom and dad in high school went to a dance. Yeah. Or they went up to the local drugstore to get a soda pop and to get a comic book and they met or something happened. Now, it's so funny you say that because I do know, like in the 1950s, my grandmother, remember my grandmother telling me this, that they uh, if some if a girl didn't have a ring by the time they graduated their senior year, they were considered a loser. If you didn't have an engagement ring your senior year in high school. So. I think that's fortunate. A lot of dads are going to take a breathe of sigh of relief that have daughters, and I'm happy, I'm happy those times have passed us by. Yeah, but it is about swiping right or left and meeting yes. that way because yeah. Kelsey went after her and, and made some viral videos and said a couple of things about it, and they were they found each other, as you talked about, through the Internet, mm-hmm. <laughs> through that way, and then it actually worked. And what's interesting about it is if you don't like the Kansas City Chiefs like I don't out here in the AFC West, what this does is Kelsey's numbers went up 400% with his jersey, which is actually actual money in his pocket. He's got a lot of money, but actually you get a piece as a player of your jersey sales. And then all of the internet going crazy, all the Swifties, all the Hurt fans, which is so many more of her fans than Kansas City Chief fans, not even close. They all of a sudden go, who is this guy? I never watched sports in my life. I'm a Swiftie. A few have, but most of them don't know the difference between a tight end or a safety. Now all of a sudden they gravitate to Travis Kelsey and that's their new guy until they break up and then they oh. hate Travis Kelsey. He can't walk down the street anywhere oh in the world oh without being yelled at by the Swifties. Why do I know well, so much about this? Uh, yeah, you're wow. absolutely right. We certainly, certainly do whether we want to or not. Uh, we even know it's a Swifty. That's what you call anybody who likes her. I mean, how, how do we already know that? Well, it's because she's taken over the world. What's amazing to anybody uh, that's under 70 is that through the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the new millennium, if you played for the Kansas City Chiefs, you weren't getting the pretty girl. <laughs> Except Kansas- if you were Len Dawson. And exactly, and that's the 60s. That's Super Bowl one, right? <laughs> Super Bowl four. Yeah, Super Bowl Oh, it's, four, okay. Was it birthday in Super Bowl one? You're right. Yes. The Kansas City Chiefs were in Super Bowl one. So uh, so that, that when you think about it, too, how far along have the Chiefs come that a Kansas City Chief could score a pop star or the rock star? It's been a long time. So he should uh, he owes Patrick Mahomes. Well, we uh, a big one. We know that Patrick Mahomes didn't score a Swifty level. 
talent. How to go there. How to go there. <laughs> uh, usually we keep the wives off the well, podcast. Yeah, the but if you keep your there. wife on television, then uh, then it's fair game. Yeah, and well, if you obnoxiously put your wife on television and have her screaming in the box, let's go, and lose, losing her mind, right. then all of a sudden Taylor Swift comes along and people don't have the camera faced at the Mahomes box anymore. That's right. the one great thing that came out of this is the camera <laughs> is not no longer, you know, oh right there God. gravitated to the Mahomes box. Oh, my looking. God. You know who's up more upset than anybody else in the universe about this is Jackson Mahomes, right? Who likes the camera? Uh, Patrick's brother, who likes the camera pointed at him as well. There'll be no more camera pointing. It's all on the Swifties. That's right. And all of that. So I know with your new TV show, Benny and the Penny, uh, you're following a lot of the NFL action. Anything jump out at you? you we opened up with the Dolphins. Right. Uh, Mike McDaniel's doing a great job. The play calling is elaborate. They won that last game without Jalen Waddle, one of their best players. Two is getting the ball out beautifully. He's throwing ropes. He's throwing dimes. The running game, it's balanced. I don't know much about their defense just yet. They haven't been tested. But I think this is a unique time for the Dolphins. They are now the popular pick for popular people. Everybody's on the Dolphins bandwagon when they're normally on the Cowboys who lost in Arizona in the desert and blew up every survivor pool. In all survivor pools, we have to pick the team that's not going to lose. Then you can't pick them again. A lot of people had the Dallas Cowboys beating the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, and it's amazing, too. And the Cardinals are getting a whole bunch of points this weekend, too. So that's fun in the betting world. But you take a look at the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. It's no newsflash. That'll be a great game. But this is, this is uh, you know, they, they have the number one and number two offenses in the NFL. But the Buffalo Bills have the much, much, much better defense. So that game will likely be, you know, people see a, a, a team pick 70, give us, we'll put up 70, and they're probably going to load up in Vegas on the Miami Dolphins in Buffalo. But be careful because that Buffalo Bill offense and, and the Cleveland and the Buffalo Bill defense and the Cleveland Brown defense, by the way. Well, this is a huge game incredible. for Buffalo because if Buffalo loses this game, remember Buffalo lost uh, their opener to the Jets. An, an ugly that was loss. a division yeah, yeah. game. That's a division game. Okay, if they lose to the Dolphins in the division, that's a big deal. You have to overclimb that. Buffalo will be able to do that, but not if Miami is that good. So this is a really important game. Hey, let's stay in that division for a second because another really big topic here is Joe Namath eviscerated Zach Wilson. Yeah, Literally eviscerated him. And I've never heard that before. I've heard Hall of Famers talk. Gold Jackets, when they speak, people understand what they mean. But Joe Namath is a different gold jacket. A good right. example, back to the Raiders, they had all their gold jackets back for a pregame ster- ceremony for Ken Stabler's family got their ring. They're like 12, 9, 10, 11, 12 gold jackets. When the Jets have their gold jackets, there's only one. Even though Joe Klecko just got in and Don Hudson, it's Namath. And for Namath to go after this young man and eviscerate him and say he's done, he's done with the coach and all of that, uh, some people on this podcast aren't old enough to remember. Joe Namath was a movie star, not right. only a football Hall of Famer and a football player. He was in the movies. He had television commercials. Yep. He had 10 of them at a time running there. So I thought that was a big story uh, this week. Joe Namath really going after his team and after the young quarterback. It wow. is surprising because normally people who belong to that very small club don't go after each other yes, like that. Point. Uh, because they know what it takes to make a, to make to become a Division One college football player and then make it onto the NFL. It's a really small club, and 
that's one of the uh, the downsides many times over the years of hiring an athlete as a broadcaster, especially early on in their career. They don't want to they don't want to have opinions like that because then they uh, have to take a look at the guys that they have opinions about. So that's I guess he's enough generations away where they're not likely to run into each other. But he does Jets things. I, I'm I'm really surprised because they're going to have to run into each other. Well, you forgot Michael Jordan, who did the last dance and eviscerated everyone. Right. And laughed at oh. Isaiah Thomas, a gold jacket, and laughed at Jerry Krause, yeah. who built the team oh and all God. of that. So I, I just wanted to get that little dig in there. Like you said, normally it doesn't happen. The normally it doesn't. The basketball player of all times, Hall of Fame speech, all he did was just mock and eviscerate everybody who was out in the crowd. Remember All that? he did was something that he didn't need to do, considering yeah. his never lose your sense of likability once you've got, you know, once you have a brand like that, don't lose your sense of likability. People make that mistake, as I digress, a lot of times with social media. Joe did it right out there on television. Sometimes people will be, instead of returning their calls and texts, and we've all had a text or a call that we've missed and then we forget about because of, uh, we're distracted in life. Instead of returning the calls and texts from people we like and love, we're busy reading comments and responding <laughs> and losing our sense of likability because of insecurities of reading comments. And so once you and, and Joe is risking that because he's you know, why he has got such a lovable brand that why why do that? And I think he forgot. Uh, maybe you know, his job is to talk, and he forgot he was on television. And you know, he's eighty, so sometimes that's the that's the old man at the uh, at Christmas dinner, just saying what he feels. Let's move to the North, where Pittsburgh beat the Raiders. I watched them closely; they're a better team than people think. Kenny Pickett can make plays if you pressure him. We'll see. The Raiders didn't pressure them. Right. Uh, you picked Baltimore to get to the Super Bowl. They lost in overtime to Indianapolis. Would you like to change your <laughs> Super Bowl pick? We always give you an early opportunity. Are you going to stick with Lamar? Well, Lamar's got a good Lamar's It's fine. Uh, he's got the highest completion percentage in the league, I do believe. I'll have to double-check that. But he's right up there with the top, top guys. At, you know, like some, with 75% completion you know, uh, uh, percentage. And... You know, Terry Bradshaw is in the Hall of Fame with a 49% completion percentage. So uh, Lamar Jackson's not the problem. Their defense isn't the problem. They've been a little snake bit. Injuries are the problem, but everyone gets injured in the NFL, so you don't like to play that card. I will hold off for this reason. Same reason why Vegas fans need to calm down and any, any 0-3 or 1-2 team needs to calm down. It's early in the season, and I know the show is today. But there are some great runs of teams have gone on, the Tennessee Titans over the years, the Baltimore Ravens over the years, where they caught fire in October, and that fire was never put out. So the uh, Miami fire may have started too soon, and the fire for your team, you the listener, no matter what your team is, maybe hasn't started yet before they start burning everyone else. Biggest shock in the league, without a doubt, is in first place in the AFC South, Gardner Minshew. And Indianapolis, yes. as Richardson was out in that game, uh, Houston beat Jacksonville. That's my biggest shock is Jacksonville's one and two. And Jacksonville lost by 20 at home. Remember, Jacksonville lost their home opener to Kansas City, and which wasn't the end of the world, but they didn't score a touchdown in that game. Yeah, they've been very bad. good. They've been and Jacksonville again. They've tur Jacksonville has turned into Jacksonville. Yes, Jacksonville overnight has become Jacksonville again. <laughs> 
as they lost. We go I, to the I, NFC. I, I, with Phil. Don't, I, we, I think the Houston Texans fan, both Houston Texans yeah. fans listening, want us to mention them, how well they played. C.J. Stroud, a top-10 quarterback. He's a green banana. What's he doing in a top-10 quarterback? And so he may be, end up being, you know, once uh, 17 games have been played, we might be talking a lot more about C.J. Stroud. Chris Myers, our good friend, who we're going to have on the pod, uh, he was on my show this week on Mad Dog, and oh, he good. did the game. And that's what he said to me. He said he insisted on stopping the interview and saying C.J. Stroud's the best quarterback out of the top three quarterbacks that were taken. Wow. He went out of his way and said he interviewed him. He had the private interview. He called the game, saw him win by 20 on the road against Jacksonville and said he is the real deal. Everything. Everything about him. So that's a nugget from a guy who calls games. Right, and, and the guys who call the game them. sit down and look these yes. quarterbacks in the eyes and see how much clarity or not there is. So that is a good nugget. All right, so here we go. Philadelphia is 3-0, and and they might be the best team in football. Yep. This, this Jason Kelsey, we Again. talked about Travis Kelsey. Watch the Kelsey documentary on Netflix. It's brilliant. It's mostly about Jason Kelsey, not Travis Kelsey. This guy's beat up. He's got pins in his shins. He can't even walk around his house in the documentary. He's so beat up. And I just saw the video of this last game that Philadelphia won on Monday night. And he's coming out of his center block. He's blowing up the nose tackle. Then he's finding a linebacker and blowing up the linebacker. And the running back's right on his ass. I mean, I knew he was good. I knew he was an all-pro in the past, a pro bowler. An aging player who was the documentary was, does he play one more year or not because of everything he went through? The guy's fantastic. I had Dallas getting to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. Uh, Dallas is now two and one, crashing back to earth. Philadelphia three and oh, and then the it's the commanders and the Giants there. Yeah, Tom. You know, the Dallas, Dallas has an incredible defense. When you have a defense like that, top defense in the NFC, uh, you're not going to crash and burn. Uh, Atlanta came back to earth like they always do. Derek Carr got injured in Green Bay. You know, Derek Carr can win 10, 11, 12 games this year, but that shoulder injury could have been, and it wasn't. They got some good news on it. Could have been end of the year, blown up, gone type of injury. But it's supposedly pain-wise one of the worst injuries you can get, and it takes a while to heal, so it's going to be a while before he feels better. It doesn't mean it'll be a while before he plays better. He does a lot of biceps, a lot of biceps. He likes to cut off his shirt and Uh show everyone. Could Uh, you you imagine? You do biceps and shoulders. That's one thing. You do shoulders on a certain day, or do you mix them in? Uh, That's a good thing for our expanding audience. When do you do triceps, biceps, and shoulders? Oh, I never do do, uh, isolated like the triceps. You get triceps with everything. So, uh, but I do, I push on one day, pull on another, legs on the third. So, uh, back and biceps would go together because you're pulling. And then chest and shoulders would go together because you're pushing. So, so if you're doing chest and biceps, do you have to worry about shoulders or do you make sure you get your shoulder work? Oh, interesting. Like, that's a good off. question. If you're doing, if you're doing chest a lot of times, your shoulders are getting it, getting it secondarily. And when you're doing back, your shoulders blow up. Because you know they're they're connected, so that is a good question. You don't necessarily have to do isolate shoulders because you unless you're uh, you know, competing or something. Because your shoulders are getting a lot of uh, a lot of work with not only your bench press but with your back work. Green Bay's two and one along with Detroit. I think that's the fight for the division because Kirk Cousins is zero and three, and the Bears could be the worst team in football at zero and three. We will have Ugh. a fight 
to the finish between Jordan Love and Jared Goff right. in the NFC North. And that's exciting. That's exciting because that's not what you would have guessed based on the hype behind Justin Fields. But uh, it's and Kirk Cousins being consistently consistent, not a winner of the big games, but uh, he'll <laughs> he'll be a bum slayer. But Jordan Love, it's really kind of exciting that so many of the new quarterbacks that we had question marks about are actually good. And then we have the 49ers who are great. If we could have a best out of 7 or 11 with the Niners and the Eagles, I think we'd all be lucky to see that now. Brock Purdy, as long as Brock Purdy can continue to throw screens and little short dump passes because everybody makes a play and they don't play anybody and they play on Thursday and they don't play till the following Sunday and everyone's rested, Uh, the Niners are going to do wonderful things this year. But you come back to earth sooner or later, and and Brock Purdy has not come back to earth. You keep thinking he's going to drop out of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL statistically, and and he hasn't yet. So you're not, you're still not. I can tell with that dig. You're, yeah, you're supposed to complete the screens. Some people remember your guy Tim Tebow couldn't. You're supposed <laughs> Tim to. Tim Tebow could not throw. <laughs> when you check back. down, you've got to complete it, and then if you can check down and complete it, Alex Smith, <laughs> other people, right. then you're going to stay in the league forever. And he will. He'll stay in the league for, for, for a decade or two because he, he can hit his check down. And guess what? When they're really going to hit the check down sooner or later, watch out. They're going to hit the bomb as well. So on the JT and Looney podcast, because Looney's now officially picking games, and I'm picking games. I don't gamble. I work in the NFL. I throw that out all the time in the podcast so I don't lose my livelihood. Right. Uh, I bring that up there. But we like to give you some picks. And we're going to be able to do that here, here. So I think it's our goal is in the future to give you three picks, get an idea of some of okay. the games that really jump out at you. There's one game that I like a lot, Tom, and I want to let everybody know about it. Uh, the game that I think is going to be really unique and going to be a game that I think everybody should have an eye on. It's a bounce back game, I think, for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh left Vegas and their plane had an issue. They had to land in Kansas City. They're on the tarmac forever, and they got home a day late, and they're already on a short week, right, because they're playing right. here now against Houston here. Pittsburgh opened up minus four and a half. It's down to minus three. They're a three-point favorite on the road against Houston. I think that Houston had the biggest win of the week, the biggest win of the week against Jacksonville. They won by 20 on the road. I'm seeing a letdown as they come home. I don't think they have a home field advantage. I saw Pittsburgh fans travel to Vegas, and you won't believe how many showed up on the road. I like Pittsburgh to win and cover on the road and beat Houston 24-17. to I got the Steelers winning wow. and covering the spread outright. Well, you're disrespecting C.J. Yes. Stroud and Chris Myers when you say that because you know the Texans have a top-10 quarterback and the Steelers don't. He's a bottom feeder in Kenny Pickett no matter what you saw. On, uh, on Sunday night. So the Texans and the Steelers uh, are, uh, is, is, can really distract a lot of people when it comes to people betting on the team of their youth and betting with their emotions. you got to load up on the Houston Texans in that game because of the short week that the Steelers had and because the Texans have a top-10 quarterback and the Steelers don't. Arizona beat the Dallas Cowboys. Diggs is out for the year for Dallas. I think there was a mental Just a devastating letdown for the Cowboys there. They took Arizona lightly. Arizona is getting 14 at San Francisco. Not 12, 11, 14. 
I think Arizona's a little bit better than people say. About two weeks ago, I thought they were the worst team in football. Now I don't. Now I don't. I think there's four or five teams that are worse than Arizona. Yep. I think Arizona's going to lose, but I think Arizona's going to cover that 14 on the road at the 49ers. And, and that's a trap that Vegas sets up. They know what they're doing there, yep. where people say, you got to take 14 points in the NFL and the Cardinals, the way they're playing. Are the Cardinals going to get too cocky, though, is the question with the way that they've played. They are on, uh, in San Francisco. But I agree with you that if you're getting 14 points, Load up on the Arizona Cardinals and hold your breath. And then finally, uh, one other game. I believe in Mike Vrabel in Tennessee. I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill much. So when I watched the Cincinnati game and Joe Burrow, he didn't play well in the game. He couldn't throw. He couldn't push off. I really believe that Joe Burrow is injured, and I think that Tennessee can do a pretty good job kind of slowing down Joe Mixon. A line opened up here, Tennessee – Cincinnati is Cincinnati was minus one and a half. Now it's Cincinnati on the road, a two and a half point favorite. I picked Cincinnati to go to the Super Bowl. Uh-oh. Right, that was my Super Bowl pick. Dallas and Cincinnati. I, I like Tennessee in this spot, getting points at home. This is my upset special. Whoa. I'm going against my Super Bowl pick because of Rabel at home. The season is alive for them. This is a big conference game. I like Tennessee to grind this game out on the ground. It's going to be a running game. It's going to be low scoring the total in this game. Let me get you the total. The total is only 41. Mm-hmm. I think it'll go under the total. I think it's going to be a, a 21-17 type game. I'm going to go with the Titans to win and cover at home. Yeah, at home in Nashville. Cover, they're getting points. Nissan Stadium uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. I know all my stadiums now. Nissan Stadium. Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, and the Tennessee Titans and Ryan. You know, it's just tough because you got Ryan Tannehill and uh, and Josh Burrow. And Josh Burrow, people are talking how bad Zach Wilson is. Uh, Josh Burrow's numbers are in Zach Wilson territory. Second worst quarterback in the National League, uh, Football League so far through uh, the sample size of three games in the NFL. And Cincinnati Bengals don't have it together. So I think that's a smart pick, just taking the Tennessee Titans to win outright. And they also getting points. Nice. Well, as we wrap this up, our uh, little pop culture stuff, we started off with Taylor Swift. Right. We moved through all of this. Uh, I just want to tell everybody now that we're coming out of the summer, I went swimming today. Yes. I feel great. The weather out here in Vegas is incredible. We have F1 coming around the corner. That's Formula One. We have the nice. opening of the sphere next week with Bono and you too. The residency at that big globe that you see out here in Vegas is coming. And this weekend, Saturday, I'm going to see Canelo. Canelo fight here in Vegas, which I'm excited. And I'd like everybody to follow all the platforms that we're all on. Uh, The YouTube where this podcast is going to live at iHeart. It lives at Believe. It lives everywhere. We put it up on YouTube now. Oh, talk about that a little bit, though, because we always promote each other's stuff. And, uh, you know, some guys worked together for years, like Abbott and Costello and some radio people that we can't mention. And then it just, just kind of grind through not liking each other, but we actually get excited when each other, we, the other person has something going on. You're, you're launching, you're doing YouTube live stuff. How often are you doing those hits? Well, I'd like to do it more and more, but something seems to pop up. But this is right. an opportunity to, to put this platform on YouTube, YouTube 
uh, JT the Brick on YouTube, YT at the end, YT is YouTube. So that's easy there. And we're going to put a lot of other stuff there. Other and I see, I see you on Instagram. I'm the gram doing stuff. I am stuff. on the gram now. Wow. JT the Brick hits because some scoundrel stole JT the Brick. So we got to have little things there at the end. I, but you'd be proud of me. I've never used an underscore. I never, oh, ever, thank ever God. used an underscore. The underscore or Mike underscore blank i've never had to use an underscore how yet. many times in, the, in all those years we were on the radio together no matter who we had on as a guest even if it was the pope and they had an underscore on any of their platforms that's the that's what i'd open up with what are you and, doing with an underscore people can't find an underscore yeah and as we <laughs> oh record this today on wednesday i'm prepping for my interview with jim lampley oh, jim great. lampley has resurfaced and he is going to be on the streaming pay-per-view of the Canelo fight coming up. So I have an interview with Jim Lampley oh, today. Great. And I haven't, we haven't talked to him. Every time I've talked to him, it's been you over the decades. So I'm, I'm prepping for Jim Lampley. I'm hoping to get the great Jim Lampley. I'm hoping to get the energetic Jim Lampley, oh, which normally yeah. he is. Oh, uh, and he, let, he was let, one let of our favorites me. over there. There were people who we can't mention who we kind of – uh, regretted sometimes because they were high-profile people who weren't good on the radio. They were just famous, and then there were guys who were great uh, every time, and Jim Lampley was one of those. Yes, and I'd like to give a rest in peace to the Colonel Bob Sheridan who passed away today. And I want to just bring that up. He passed away today. He is a oh, boxing man. commentator, a legend. Yeah. Listen to this, everybody. He had broadcast over 10,000 fights on radio and television he's in the world boxing hall of fame he's in a bunch of hall of fames he's in the nevada boxing hall of fame he's called some of the greatest fights of all time uh, muhammad ali's title fights the rumble in the jungle yep. against george foreman the thriller in manila where ali took on joe frazier and he anchored the telecast for tyson and evander holyfield bouts so with all of that oh. Rest in peace to our friend, who we'd always see. He'd be sitting there in the corner always in the media center there. off of Radio Row. I'm going to oh. miss him. He's, he was very good to us. A lot of times as well, what we will see in America is over the years, it was Don Dumphy with the thriller in Manila. It was David Frost and your friend Jim Brown mm-hmm. with uh, the rumble in the jungle. But then that would be the American, what they called the closed circuit feed back in the day before there was pay-per-view and you had to go to a a theater and see a, a, a smoke filled theater and see it, but it was cigar smoke and cigarette smoke back then. Well, Bob Sheraton would do the international feed yes. a lot of times over the years. So the American feed would be always different. Bob would give the English speaking blow by blow to the rest of the world for a lot of those legendary fights. Wow. Yes. And uh, again, you wake up in the morning, Brooks Robinson passed away yesterday, the greatest fielding third baseman of all time. You start looking around at certain people and go, oh, my God, that person passed away. Well, yeah, the rock stars and the pop stars, the movie stars and the athletes of our youth are now getting to be 70, 80, 90. And it's going to happen. Subscribe and share. And thanks for listening to the JT and Looney podcast. Oh, wow. You're still here. I love it. Thank you for listening to all 34 minutes and 34 seconds. Hey, we went long today. (laughs) Thank you for listening to all 34 minutes and 34 seconds of the J.T. and Looney podcast. You win the Jerry Coleman Award. Used to be the Michael Ryan Award. Now it's the Jerry Coleman Award.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.